0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at
1: WGNSradio.com. Back on today's show, we are going to be catching up with State Representative Mike Sparks and uh, his guest today on our Rutherford County Focus. Uh, Mike represents North Rutherford County. Yeah. State legislature. How you been doing? I've been all right. You been combating this heat? Uh, yeah, staying inside. I know, man. That's how one you one combat
2: night. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been putting up a fence and working on the my mom's house. Man, I run across two snakes. Come up behind me the other day. Oh, good. Two thanks. snakes. Ken? I've never seen a. I mean, then another snake showed up the other day. Ken, folks, I guess, man, just slid it through <laughs> the grass and uh, yellow snake and a big black snake and uh, my wife. I'd never seen somebody so. She jumped, literally jumped up in the back of my truck.
1: Now let me ask you, you're you're doing some outside work, right? Yes. Okay. Now is someone helping you? Well, my wife's
2: helping, I guess.
1: Okay so she's doing the work and you're pointing that's
2: it (laughs) yeah yeah. well i mean just digging them holes and you know lining up a fence and building a gate and um but you know we i just was putting up the fence and all of a sudden i look back and there's a big six foot snake behind me and then i went to lowe's and came back and she was already terrified and then the same spot a big old yellow snake was same same exact spot and she then she freaked out again, mm-hmm. and then other day she went to pressure wash. Oh, were you the man though, and you went over and you <laughs> fought the snake away? Well, uh, I, I, anyways, I don't want to go with what happened. Um, I heard screams, but that's
1: okay. All the way here, <laughs> no, in that was the
2: guys that helped me. About a month, they were picking up some rocks and wanted them to scream like a little girl. Uh, we had a bunch of rocks back here, but anyways, um, I never seen so many snakes. Maybe, maybe it's just my house, but anyways. Didn't see any snakes running, have you? Uh, no, no. I try to <laughs> anyway, stay away from. It's those kind of scary, though, you know. Yeah, they come crawling up behind
1: you. So um, it, that must be how you're spending your free time now that you're That's not driving to in yeah, Nashville just, every day.
2: Just, you know, I've been working on my house and my mom's house. You know, she's in a nursing home, and I'm trying to bring her back home, get everything ready, and I'm gonna put my house on the market. I'm here pretty soon, and um, but you know, rates are going up, so I'm like, okay, is things gonna? Uh, level out? I mean, are we going to see things kind of take a, a turn for the worse? I mean, with inflation and the fuel cost, I mean, I felt, I got 10 gallons of the day, and it was it was almost 50 bucks. You know? So, I'm kind of a little worried about where this economy's going, or where it's at right now. I think a lot of people are. You know? I mean, I went to Aldi the other day, because that's a pretty good place to shop. I mean, it was 96 bucks. And my wife was able to carry groceries in, and I carried I mean, years ago, I'd have had to make two trips back to the car to get those same groceries for $96. For $96. Yeah. So it's affecting everybody, you know. Isn't that one of
1: the big things that um, constituents in the community are probably, that's
2: that's a main concern is, you know, I mean, how we're going to make it. Well, it really is, you know. And, I mean, just you see the country changing, the community changing, and um, I just can't wait till November, you know. You think things are going to change in November. Um, let's hope. I think there'll be a big shakeup. You know, I think Republicans will take control of, of the um, uh, Senate and the uh, and and the House. You know, I think we may pick up uh, maybe two seats in the General Assembly. You know? Oh yeah, I think we will. You know, but on uh, the House
1: side or I,
2: on our side, I don't know about but uh, in the in the state Senate. But I know our our side. I think we'll pick up. You know, we've got a new district, District 13 being right. created. Gabriel Fancher's running and Robert Stevens. And um, uh, I think Sumner County has a new district also, you know, with all the redistricting uh, that was going on. And uh, sadly, one of my uh, close uh, representatives, Jerry Sexton, got carved into another district. So he decided not to run. Great guy, you know, just a pastor. And um, but he, he decided not to run. And so they got pitted with each other. And, uh, but two great, great guys, though, um, Representative Eldridge and Representative Jerry Sexton. So,
1: you know, one person's gain is another person's loss, yes. I guess, in terms of when you have redistricting and yeah, where you, the population gonna,
2: is. Yeah, you're not going to make everybody happy. I mean, I, I think uh, folks in Rutherford County should be well-pleased with this new district. I mean, the, the way it's carved up is is it, it picks up uh, some representation for Smyrna, Laverne, uh, Blackman, Eagleville. And Rockvale communities, so you know that the district runs from
1: that were grouped Laverne. into others. So they've yeah, you're it, saying it, they
2: have their own now. It'll run all the way down from from Laverne all the way down to Eagleville on the west side of the county. Um, I mean, I'll argue that's another voice um, for Blackman, another voice for Eagleville, and another voice for um, for uh, uh, for Smyrna as well.
1: But I, I think a lot of people may not realize there the number of state representatives
2: don't change. It's
1: where those it's districts are based on population, right? Yeah.
2: You know, when Mike Mike Lyles passed, um, I, I was trying to do some research. Cause I knew he was battling cancer. Mike and I were friends. And, um, and I was trying to go back and, and, and do some history of that 49th district, which is what I represent. And, and then there was uh, John Bragg. Um, and I, I forgot what number that, that 48th. was. Oh, 48. Okay. Yeah, I guess it would be Brian Terry's seat now. Yeah. And um, trying to do some history of uh, looking at then when he had passed – I'd read an obituary where he was the first state rep in the 49th district since the Civil War and then I would have been
1: that was a Republican second yeah, yeah
2: and a Repu- Republican yes and uh, so it's interesting when you see the redistricting and 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 all that goes on every 10 years
1: well um, so new laws going to effect just in yes, a couple of weeks, in just a few weeks July you know? 1st
2: yeah, uh, yeah I'm proud of that you've heard me talk about the gun safe legislation we cut tax off gun safes and um, gun safety devices. Um, uh, I think the more we can get stolen guns off the streets, whether it's Laverne, Smyrna, Nashville, Memphis, Chicago, uh, the better our society will be Um, rather than um, ban guns like some people may want to do. We do need to be responsible with with our firearms, and that's one reason I was – proud to pass that again that's a half million dollar tax cut so if you want to buy a gun safe or gun safety devices um you know uh it's 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 tax-free now and it'll be extended for another year also notice
1: that um something sent out about a uh, the state
2: fee on tag renewals Yes, renewals uh, that's being lifted for a year i believe it's for I believe it's for a year and yeah. then uh the grocery tax is going to be Lowered, I believe that's in in the month of August, or it may be a. I wish I had it down. Pat, it's either a a week or it may be a month. But that's a huge fiscal note. I mean, it's multi millions of dollars. When I you think do the that. the one
1: for the um, tags uh, tag renewal was like hundred and twenty two million dollars. You know,
2: you that that's what so I, I run a bill a few years ago trying to cut taxes off off fresh vegetables and and fruit, which I thought would help. You know, your rule, you know, people that are. Farmers or people that want to, you know, set up at a uh, uh, in, at the courthouse or um, and, and and whatnot, sell, you know, those those items. It'd be a little little stimulus, a little boost, and it had a it had like I forgot how many millions of dollars just to cut tax off that would be, you know, um, and you know the, the the committee fought me. Now I did get good news yesterday. You've heard me talk about this health care piece legislation that that we th- we think we've uncovered potentially $150 million of excessive overcharges on the health care plan. And um, I've asked for a TASER study, which is TASER's Tennessee Advisory Council on Government Relations. That's what we did when we took on the, the, the sexual trauma that really started here. This, Scott kind of led that effort, which led to the TASER study, which led to, to a new uh, law that somebody can go back and prosecute um, if they've been a victim. Uh, but the TASDR study uh, was approved, and they'll be looking at this. So um, uh, folks that care about health care and lack of transparency and uh, lack of free market principles, I'll argue, uh, pay attention to this, this piece of legislation I've got, uh, House Bill 939, reference best pricing. Jennifer Kraus, Channel 5. Dr. Krause's daughter mm. uh, has called because we had asked for an audit. Uh, the audit, the AG's sitting on the, on the audit right now. The AG's the Attorney General. Um, we think this audit's going to really call out some um uh, I hate to say fraud but if you're overcharging the taxpayers I'd say it's fraud so um people that care about this you know keep an eye on it hopefully Jennifer Krause will um will help us with the uh, with the re- when that audit gets released
1: so the uh, tasser study will that whatever their results or findings are possibly lead or be information that a committee would maybe take up legislation yes, next year? Yes, you know, and
2: here's what frustrates me with, with government, um, is that we, when we go real fast, and we're only up there for about five months, you don't really get to study your cost, and, and even the scriptures tell us, you know, if you're going to build a tower, you're going to build a home, you're going to build a business, you're, you're going to put develop a plan, maybe it's a non-profit, you're going to develop a plan, you're going to look at your cost, and, and you're going to get those costs down. And in, in government, a lot of times when you have something as complicated as reference based pricing or healthcare a lot of a lot of committee members can't really pu- they can't soak it all in because you got all these other bills lined up behind it. So that's where Tasser can help, where, where you've got experts that's on there. Jeff Peach, a city attorney in Smyrna, is on that, On that, and a couple lawmakers are on there, and the governor, I think he maybe has a couple appointments. Speaker of the House has appointments, and lieutenant governor as well. So they can dig down into this. Montana went with reference-based pricing that saved them millions of dollars, and I know that's not a comparable state with us at $7 million, and they're – a low population state. But does reference based pricing have merit when it comes to healthcare? I think I think it does. Maybe there's some kind of a hybrid policy. Uh because in, in healthcare, if you look at billing, there's discrepancies like crazy. You don't you don't see that in I mean I can understand some costs have variables, but not the huge variables that, that we've been able to uncover. And uh, folks that want to know more about this, just go to YouTube, type in Ralph Weber, MetaBid, or reference-based pricing, um, and it's tied to the Medicaid rates. And so that um, uh, would would also increase, like I say, some transparency. But I had a state employee come up to me. It was last year when we were talking about this. He said, I got a bill of the day, um, and it was, I forgot, I don't know if it was Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Signer, who, it was like $2,200, and so he thought, $2,200? He had something done, and he thought, I don't know if I owe $2,200. He said, he started checking, like, oh, we made a mistake to bill you. He said, I almost paid that bill. You know, so there's – you don't see this in, in other uh, realms and, and services and commodities, but you see it uh, with healthcare. and this is a small attempt to have some reforms in the, in the state of Tennessee.
1: State Representative Mike Sparks with us. Uh, he always brings a guest or two or ten and uh, today uh, what are we going to be We're going to be about? talking
2: about you know the, the drug epidemic has been important to, to, to me and, and and Scott Walker and others and, and I know you care about this as well and, and really everyone should care about what we're seeing out there. Uh, I was calling an epidemic years ago and I felt like other people really weren't paying attention. But until you've been affected and you've seen it in your family or your friends, then it t- tends to hit home. So I've got Blake um, Hamill with Renewed Life Ministries. Yes, and
3: sir. Uh, introduce your guest. This is Scott Jackson. He's one of our graduates from 2014.
0: Hello, everybody.
3: All right. Well, good to have you both here. Uh, Blake, I I know you've been here
1: before, but kind of, uh, you know, I'm just so surprised at daily how many new people are coming here into our community, and uh, they may not be uh, familiar with
3: Renewed Life Ministry, so tell us about what you do. Absolutely. So Renewed Life Ministries is a year-long, nonprofit, faith-based residential program. Um, Our goal is to help men walk out of addiction, walk into freedom in Christ. Um, We're actually uh, founded on Psalms 107.20, which is He sent His Word and He healed them from their destructions. And so basically, um, we we apply so many um, wraparound services to help these men walk out of addiction, but not just be sober, but be free to be functioning members of society, to give back, uh, to be productive, to be great husbands, fathers, sons, friends, um, leaders in their community. And so uh, what we do is we offer counseling, we offer mentorship uh, groups all throughout the week. We're doing financial restitution, case management. Uh, There's a lot involved. And so when it comes down to it, a guy is signing up for an entirely new life, um, a life that doesn't look anything like the semblance of what it was in the past but um a life that's been restored double hmm. um scott let's um
1: let's kind of dive in and and tell us a bit about uh, about your story and how renewed life ministries helped you um uh,
0: well my name is scott jackson and uh i was introduced to drugs and alcohol at a very early age age 14 <clears throat> I took my first drink of whiskey and smoked my first joint when I was 14. And that set up a uh, cycle of addiction that followed me over the next 34 years. I finally got sober when I was 48 years old. And that's when I was re- introduced to Renewed Life Ministries. And uh, for me, renewed life was uh, really the last stop for me. Uh, I was dying. And my, addi- my addiction had taken me to that point. Uh, renewed life gave me uh, time to separate from the poisons that I'd been putting into my body. You know, we store those chemicals and things in the fatty part of our brain, and it takes forever for it to get out of our system. And that's why 30-day and 90-day programs are largely ineffective. Uh, Renewed Life is a year-long program by design because we know that it takes about 120 days to get those chemicals out of the fatty tissues in our body. And it took me about four months being there before I could really wrap my head around what the message was to me there. Mm. And at that time, the message was that God hadn't given up on me yet. And uh, it gave me... Time to hear God's message. Uh, It's not easy. You know, addiction is something, even when we separate ourselves from addiction, from the chemicals, it's something that follows us every day of our life. Uh, Blake and I have had this conversation before. You know, it's a choice. We make a choice every day that no matter what happens today, if my toes fall off, I'm not going to pick up and use today. You know we don't ever get a day off you know Uh, no time off for good behavior but renewed life ministry uh, probably the easiest way that I can say this is that I didn't know what my life was going to look like on the other side of renewed life ministry but I knew what it wasn't going to be anymore because uh, I had gone through all of my resources
1: now you you mentioned at age 48 was when you got sober. So kind of walk us through that. Was that – how did that begin? Was it part of New Life Ministries, or had you made that decision before? I mean, because that's
0: that's often the very critical time, isn't it? It is. Uh, so I, re- I, I went to Renewed Life Ministries in July of 2014, in november of 13 my wife of 38 years met me on the porch one afternoon with one box of clothes and one box of toiletries and said i can't do this anymore i've changed locks and you're no longer welcome at the family home mm. wow uh i moved in with an aunt uh edna ray vaughn who it was 84 at the time but she was still pretty much on top of her game and she mm. thought she could help me Uh, and give me a place to stay. Unfortunately, none of us, or maybe I should say fortunately, none of us knew how completely I was gonna unravel over the next eight months. Because once the restraints of family and obligations were gone, it was Katie bar the door, you know. Um, I was um, seeing a psychiatrist at the time, and they were uh, prescribing me a lot of psychotropic medication to combat symptoms. Uh, couldn't sleep, you know, thought I was crazy. Probably was because of the amount of uh, illegal drugs and uh, alcohol that I was putting in my body at the time. I was drinking about a fifth whiskey a day. Uh, The only thing I ever said no to was going home. (laughs) And uh, it it was bad. Uh, The symptoms that they were trying to medicate we're all symptoms of the end stage alcoholic. Uh, and so, on top of.
1: But you weren't in stage. Or, or did you say end or in?
0: End uh, stage. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, but you weren't there. <laughs> I was almost there. Okay. Right. Uh, by the time I got to July of that year, I was there. Uh, so, in addition to. The street drugs I was taking, and the psychotropics I was taking, and the amount of alcohol I was putting in my body—I was a complete wreck. I'm telling you. Uh, the way that I got to renewed life was my aunt had. Asked, she finally figured out that she wasn't doing me any favors by uh, letting me stay there, and so she had given me two weeks and said, "I don't know where you're going to go, but you can't stay here anymore. You know, because I'm not helping." and so my cousin had given me a list of potential places uh bill rice ranch uh just different things salvation army different places to go renewed life was one of those that were on there okay and i out beside those he had uh takes insurance or you know, ninety-day program or whatever. And that, beside Renewed Life Ministries, he had one-year residential. Well, that immediately went to the bottom of the list, right? Because nobody, yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to take yeah. a year of your yeah, life out. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I started calling through the list. At the time, I wasn't working, didn't have insurance, and so what I was running up against was, you know, we don't take indigent care. Or we take indigent care, but we have a waiting list. So as I went down the list, my options were narrowing, right? I got to Renewed Life, and I thought, I've got nothing left to lose. I'll give the guy a call. I gave the guy a call. His name was Derek Faulkner. He was the executive director at the time. And to my astonishment, he actually picked up the phone. It wasn't some middle person or intake, or it was him, you know. I think our first conversation was hey my name's Scott Jackson and uh, I've got a pretty good case of alcoholism and I need a place to land and he said well, my name's Derek Faulkner and I just might have a place for you to land you know right. that <laughs> yes. was that was our conversation so he just real quick to wrap this up he, he, he says that he always prays about bringing a guy in you know and i'm coming up on a hard deadline right my two weeks having gone through that list and waiting for callbacks my uh two weeks had run out and so i was i thought well there it is you know there's another no uh better get ready to pack my bags go find a bridge to live under somewhere you know and uh had to call him back the next morning for some, he told me, he said, I always pray about bringing a guy in to make sure they're a good fit and that the Holy Spirit says they need to be here. Yeah. right So it may be a week before I get back to you. But he said, call me tomorrow morning. I had to give him Social Security information or something. I can't really remember. but I called him the next morning. He said, are you ready to change your life? And I said, yeah, I am. But I thought you were going to pray about it. And he said, I did. And you need to be somewhere now. And I think that he heard the desperation in my voice at that time because I, lo- I came to find out that Derek had also been a graduate of the program and at one point had had that desperation itself, you know. So that's how I got to Renewed Life Ministries. And obviously that was what year? I gra- that was 14. I graduated in 15. Okay. Uh, actually, Blake and I graduated together. We were in the program together. Same night, yeah. Same night. So uh, we, Blake and I. It has been my privilege to watch Blake grow into a mighty man of God. Amen. Thank you. He, uh, I, I've seen Blake at a at a time when a lot of people would have given up on him. You know. Yeah. And uh, I'm grateful that I can call him my friend today.
3: Amen. You know. Thank you. I'm We've glad got to.
1: Uh, we're talking about Renewed Life Ministries. Blake, I, I, I know that I wanted to give Scott some time to share his story because I guarantee you there's someone out there or, you know, a spouse, a loved one, a daughter, a son, relative of some type that is dealing with this within their family and don't really know what to do.
3: Absolutely. So, um, one way that we love to serve the community um, as Renewed Life Ministries is to be a liaison to anybody that needs help. So if you call in, um, our number is on our website, rlmo.org. Uh, if you call into rlmo.org um, through the telephone that we've applied at the bottom for Contact Us Now uh, link, you can actually get in touch with us, in which we love to be a liaison for anybody that needs help for recovery. Um, Because if we can't um, accompany um, your loved one through our program because they're not the right fit or because we're just full, then we can refer them to many other great programs in the area that are just equipped to handling addiction, Um, walking through with uh, the man or woman that needs that, that service and being like Mike Sparks was talking about before, an advocate for those that need that kind of help, that need that encouragement, that need the resources, um, because you know when you get like me and Scott Jackson, where a rock bottom hit, I mean you have no resources because you have burned every bridge. And so we love to be able to see each individual as someone that has a big block of stone just around them, just waiting to be carved, right, to what God has uh, in store for them in the future, you know of. Once you get past all the baggage that's, you know, on their back, you get to see someone that can give back, someone that can be a light for their community, someone that can be there for their children um, and help the following generations walk in truth and and freedom. For that
1: person who's out there that's saying, you know, uncle, aunt, father, uh, whatnot, they're they're just struggling with, with what to do. Would you say the first step is just give you a call? You can help. Even if it's not Renewed Life Ministries, you can kind of point them in the direction.
3: Absolutely. Get in touch with someone who's been there. Um, I personally have a story similar to Scott Jackson's to where um, my, my parents had to kick me out for me to really see that the pressure's on. I either change or I die. Um, and, you know, then I've got plenty of parents, including my own, that a huge advocate for other parents that are going through this very thing because it's pretty prevalent for the parents to be very afraid and fearful of you know kicking their child out and them you know committing suicide or overdosing um but the reality is you know sometimes they give them a safe place to overdose on their couch Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Mm -hmm. mike um i know that i think you've had blake on before
2: um have we no i think i had a Troy, I think Troy Ross. Well, Troy Ross oh, and okay. Justin
3: Bershears.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, um, okay, uh, that's, that's an awesome story. If, if and that's and if people maybe have unbelief and don't believe that that this Christ centered approach is real, just read the. I wrote a story about it, the Troy Ross story, uh, and and how Troy just gave his life to the Lord and was just bam freed. And this is what I want to say is, you know, in Nashville I see so many people that want to invent a new law. There's always new laws that want to invent, and it frustrates me because I'm like, man, if here's a program that doesn't cost you anything, why don't we promote it from the top of the Capitol Hill up there in Nashville, from WGNS, from Murfreesboro City Council, from, you know, Laverne, you know, all over, and a lot of folks are reluctant to do it, but I've, I've seen it manifest. I mean, I've had another guy that was up here. I think of Gene Garcia with Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. He was freed over got off heroin
3: yeah and, Great guy. Um,
2: i remember him saying he's seen a truck that had the it said hope on the back of it and he said man that's what i need i need me some hope you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so uh so many families are, are dealing with this and, and if, if if the listener's saying well my family's not dealt with this i've never dealt with this with you either an orphan or you have no friends and family because everybody i've talked to are, are battling these things
1: the uh web address rlmo.org that's Renewed Life Ministries, uh, R L M
0: O dot org. You can check them out there, guys. Thanks for coming in today. I have right, thank I you. have one thing I would like to say real quickly. Uh, if if anybody out there wants to know more about Renewed Life Ministries or my story, uh, I have written a book. It's called uh, Redemption Song: A Tale of Recovery, and it is available from Amazon.
3: And I've got one thing as well, sorry about this, uh, last shameless plug, so uh, RLMO, if you want to be able to support RLMO or just have a good time, uh, Friday, July 8th, 6.30 to 8 at 605 River Rock Boulevard, we're going to have a two-step to recovery event where it's a dancing event, um, it's a tiny little fundraiser that we do for the ministry, we do several throughout the year in which you can come with your your family, your friends, and just have a fun time with us and support the ministry. Very good.
1: Uh, That's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so very much for joining, and we'll see you next time.